We the bestest cast with the left twist. Not fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Uh, yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of On the Guest List with Fox trying to get down White Sox, Dave, Kenny, Carkeet, and Dante. We got all four of the boys in the building for the first time in like a week and a half. Gentlemen, Kenny, first off, how are you? We haven't seen you in a minute. Fucking busy, man. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm just kidding. Happy to be here. Happy to have the boys back. What have you been busy with, Kenny? Trying to fucking start a weed farm, man, making (laughs) cartoons, you know, uh, producing records for my buddy's band and just fucking hectic. So I got to let's say hypothetically, and I I already told Dante this, I might run into like 50 grand. Can I invest in your weed farm? And what will the ROI be within like a a couple of weeks? So for 50 grand, you get like about half of one point. Uh, yeah. And it's about it's about five x in five years is essentially what it'll be. So if you invest fifty, okay. you get yeah two fifty back. Yeah, and div- dividends biannually, but that will be starting in year five. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I have all you, the numbers, man. You want a fucking investor deck? I got you, son. Hold on one second. Can we? Who who says? Hey, I might be running into fifty grand. How do you accidentally run into fifty G's? I might be running into it. You want to see my fucking blueprints, bro? With my fucking fire suppression systems and all the things I'm working on right now with fire pump rooms and water tanks. Sick. Jesus. Those are I know those are expensive as shit to get done. Even I say that's a lot of money to just throw across the room. Yeah, those those are like that's like thousands and thousands of dollars you just. I'm so fucking everything on this can't or you can't really see it on this board right here is all the weed farm shit too. Like I'm doing high fire hydrant water flow analysis tests and shit, bro. It's not fun, but like I know you, know. you. I know you at this point, right? Where are you getting the intel to do fire hydrant suppression kit shit? Bro, here's the thing. Like we hired cons- yeah. we hired consultants to help us do pretty much everything because none of us knew how to do anything. And then after just losing money and nothing happening, <laughs> I said, fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself. And six Kenny, months later, I've gotten more done than we did in like four years. Kenny, I gotta link you. One of my best friends runs a company that does energy sealing and like suppression and all that shit for like big like government contracts. It does all like new residential and stuff. He'll definitely, definitely take care of you. Kenny, Kenny, I got to link you with one of my best friends, dude. He sells perk 30s. Like he might be able to help you out in some capacity. You got them OC, son? (laughs) Dave, that's what Keith does. (laughs) Oh, no shit? Yeah, that's his his company. To be fair, let's make this this clear. Keith does the suppression stuff, not sell perk 30s. No. No. Oh my God. That's an East Coast fucking talent. Yeah, that, that's a, a special talent specific to Northeast Philadelphia, but I digress. We got a great episode today. We have a lot to talk about, but first off, we need to go into our interview that me and Dante did with our friend in Low Cash yesterday. Low Cash, amazing country duo, number one hits. They've written for Keith Urban. They've written with everybody. They have a ton of music coming out, a new EP dropping on Friday. Dante, the conversation was outstanding, wasn't it? I think we're best friends now. I do actually think that. They uh they were insistent that we come down Thursday for their album release party. They were not taking no for an answer. And I think we're going to book flights and go down there. And, and That's in I, Tampa? Tampa Bay. We were just... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I say we leave that all in just as a, like <laughs> people behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, splice in that conversation here. One, here. two, three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it would flow just perfectly. Um, but... I might be able to be talked into it. We'll we'll talk about this. Are you going to Pittsburgh, Dante? This weekend? 
Yeah. No, I'm not. I was, uh, I was invited, but that's, we all got the same invited. It was an, it was an invitation. We all got it. And we all took them up on that. <laughs> an invitation. Um, it was an invitation. It's like, Hey, if you guys want to come out to Pittsburgh, we're going to be here. And it's like, okay. <laughs> that's what it never, was. And I was like, I said, is it cool if I come? They're like, yeah, we don't have a ticket for you, but you could come. I was like, uh. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny because that's kind of part of my off the list today, but we'll get there. Listen, <laughs> as a Pennsylvanian, there's no statement in the world that sounds worse to me than, hey, you can come to Pittsburgh if you'd like to. Pittsburgh is, <laughs> you guys wanted to talk shit on Tampa. Let's talk shit on Pittsburgh. Yo, I like Pittsburgh. Oh. I've never been to Pittsburgh either. Yo, it's, as soon as you get about five miles outside oh. the city center, it gets pretty rough. <laughs> it's not bad. Listen, it's not fucking, it's not Philadelphia, but it's it's also not Detroit. But the thing I don't get about it. <laughs> so is, true. No, but listen, they act like they're fucking, so, like, what's this, what's the city in South Korea that's like 20 years in the future? Seoul? Seoul. They act like they're Seoul compared to Cleveland. They look so down on Cleveland and talk so much shit to Cleveland. I've been <laughs> they to, do. I've been to both. I've been to both. They're pretty fucking nasty. I like Pittsburgh better, if I'm I've being been, honest. I've been to both. and Cleveland's I a, not that great. Nowhere in Ohio is that great. Hey, Dante he, has a lot of businesses in Cleveland. You yeah. watch around. Dante's pissed now. <laughs> You think I care? You got the wrong <laughs> podcast, son. Yo, uh, what's the place? Did you guys see the, the pizza place I went to outside Pittsburgh in the middle of fucking nowhere, Pennsylvania? No, was it good? I don't think so. Hold on. What was the name of it? Altoona. Oh, Altoona is like where Penn State Altoona is. It's like Yo. Western Bumblebuck, PA. Oh, my God. They were like, you know, in uh, Wizard of Oz, when she blows in and everyone... Is like, oh my God, it's a new person. That's what it was like when I went into the pizza place. Everybody was like on the phone, like, we got a foreigner in here. Dude, uh, the record stops. If you're I, from Philly. I went because I saw this pizza on the internet and I marked down. I'm like, if I ever drive through middle of Pennsylvania again, which I used to do on the blackout tour all the time, I was like, I'm stopping at this place. So long story short, we drive out there, see my girl's family, dog needed surgery. I veer off the, the route and we go to Altoona and they have this pizza. I got to send you a picture because you're not going to believe me. It won't do it justice. Is Are it we bad talking or good? good or bad? Yeah, exactly. Dude, it's either it's square pizzas with slice. It's a regular fucking slice of like, it's almost like Detroit style yeah. with a slice of yellow American cheese melted <laughs> on the top. Of oh, it. this was a while back. This was last summer, I think. Yeah, I, now I remember. I thought you said you did. I thought you meant you did this recently. I definitely remember this pizza. Yeah, it you was want some cheese, son. <laughs> like a slice of craft, like a craft single. Craft single, yeah. It's like a, it's a, a legit craft single. They were so honored that I drove out of my way to order this. They were like, the guy had tears in his eyes. <laughs> give, give him an extra craft single on that slice, goddammit. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Look, yo. Philadelphia and Pennsylvania are two different things. Like they're yeah. not the same. They're That's not the same Chicago thing. and Illinois are the same thing. Yeah. Chicago's Chicago, major city, and then Illinois is just. I mean, honestly, it's the straight same with Los Angeles and California, LA County, and maybe San Francisco County. The only places like that. Everywhere else is so different. It would not be more different. Dave's yeah. right. Well, here's the difference, though. It's still 75 and sunny where you are. Imagine it being bleak and disgusting and you leave Philly and you make a left-hand turn and go towards Harrisburg and all of a sudden it's just like 
why the fuck would I do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've never had the tour leaving Philadelphia and going west to go to Cleveland. Bro, I've That's done Canadian point. tours in the winter, crossing the border at negative 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I would have turned around. I would have been it. out. We, hate it. We, uh, oh, Kenny, you would have loved, we had Sammy Adams on the other Dude, night. I'm so bummed I missed that. Just the text conversation was so funny. Dude, you and him, him would have fucking hit it off Bring so him well. Back. Yeah, I'll come back to you. But him and I were on a tour. We crossed the border and our bus, we got forced off by the Mounties. They searched our bus for like six hours. <laughs> at like in the morning. It was one they of those. fuck around, dude. They're like, what are you doing in, Cal- in Canada? And you're like, you think I want to be here? Look at the fucking trailer, son. I'm working. You know what I mean? Dude, our bus door froze at the border. And we couldn't get off the bus because the bus door froze. So our, our driver had to use like a, he had like a heater, like a heater gun or whatever, industrial heat gun. And like would crack the window down and stick his arm out and just <laughs> eat up the side of the door. That's Why great. does Canada exist? What the fuck? Bro, it's man? gnarly. Oh. Go to Winnipeg, man. Jesus. All right. So back to low cash. Like I said, <laughs> the guys have a new EP coming out on Friday. We go deep into that. We go into their roots, how they got started. Their time is DJs on Broadway in Nashville, which Dante, of course, appreciate, appreciated what they have going on, and then our eventual invitation down to Tampa for their uh, their release show. So let's go into our interview with Low Cash. Yeah! How you feeling? Yeah! You feel all, right? all right, ladies and gentlemen, on the guest list today, we have country duo and newly like minted TikTok superstars. We got Low Cash <laughs> in the building. How we doing, boys? Hey, we're good. It's good to see y'all. Dude, yeah, our 100 followers are going to love this. Dude, I, I, we were like just getting introduced to each other before we started. And they're like, yeah, we just went across the street with a couple beers and made our first TikTok dance. And I was like, God damn it. Another one bites the dust. Dude. We did it. <laughs> I did not want to do hey, this. But I you're did not want to do it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to defend us. This dance. If you can drink a beer and you can sit yeah, in a lawn I chair. I say it's a dance. It's, it's not, not a dance. No. If you can drink a beer and sit in a lawn chair, you know half the dance already. That's it. It really is. Do you remember like Major League when they cross their legs in that movie? Yep. That's, what yes. it is. That's, That's the main exactly move. what it is. That's it. Awesome. Okay, so you're converting me. I might actually be going your way now. I'm like, hey, if you, I'm gonna post it today. There you go. And if you go and post this dance, I'm gonna repost it. I All gotta right. see All it. Right. All Let's right, go. you know what? I can make this happen. I can't convince the rest of the band to do it, but I can probably make it. You know, we, yo, Dante, we need to get White Sox Dave to do it. That's when we really yeah, crossed we'll, over. Oh, I we'll, like that. We'll do it. We'll do it we for need sure. It. Dude, for trust sure. me. It was like one of those things, and we're just watching it. I, I don't know about y'all. I mean, I, I've, if he's got me watching TikTok, and I just feel like I'm, in a lack of better words, getting dumber every time I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a true story. I'm watching people cry over nothing. I'm watching the fakest stuff I've ever seen. And here I am trying to write my ass off on a song. I'm yes. like, this is amazing. Yeah. And then literally somebody's like, Chris, Chris hasn't even heard. Chris hasn't even heard some of the like really literal songs on there. Like, oh, yeah. I can't, I, I can't handle that, it. Dude. Me neither, I saw dude. you in a Walmart standing in the fishing section. <laughs> I mean, they're getting literal <laughs> like that. Dude, like, and, I, and I followed you out and tried to get your name. Bro, I know, I know. And it's funny because like you guys are our first country duo on here. We had Luke Dick, who's an amazing songwriter. On. Oh, he's awesome. He's a great fucking guy. He's one of my favorite guests we've had on Love this far. But we haven't dove into the, the Nashville section yet. I, I've spent a lot of time in Nashville. We were talking about this before. I write with a lot of people down there. 
Yeah. And I always try and gauge this too, because music city's opening back up. Things are starting to happen yeah. again. What's the vibe been down there recently? Are, are things starting to get back to normal? Are you guys heading out to shows? Like what's going on? Yeah, we're out now. I mean, we're, we're going back all, all the weekends right now. And then our tour starts in, you know, in January next year, but man, that's, it's a, uh, I mean, it's getting there. I mean, it's, yeah. it's freezing right now, which sucks because I live in Florida and it's hot. But, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the songwriters are getting back together. The Zooms are kind of slowly going away. But oh, dude, that was at so the same long, time, long, the long. Zooms have been good because we've been writing with people in England and L.A. And yeah. so it's exactly. hell. It's kind of cool. Every phone call I get from our pub- publisher right now is like, everybody's sick of Zoom. If you can be in the room with them, you can write with them. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? I'm ready for that, too. I'm ready for that energy again. And so it is starting to normalize a little bit. Guys, speaking of writing songs, this let's talk about this new project and some of the writers you had on this. I mean, I was going through the list like Murderer's Row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. A true story. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the peach, peach pickers are on this. Um, they have written individually. My, my favorites, man. Dallas Davidson is one of the best, Dallas, best, best fucking guys on the planet. Yeah, he is, best he songwriters. Is. So, what did he do on this uh, project? Uh, he's got "Small Town for Life" on this one. Um, but we wrote about yeah, we wrote about twenty. We got some for the next yeah. EP because we only did five on this, and then five Damn. next year. Yeah. He's got two on the next one, I believe. Um, yeah. He's written him and Rhett and Ben. They just know what low cash wants to say. Yep. You know, it's like, it's still got the vibe. It's so fun. It's country, but yet rock and rollish. Well, we've you know, written with we Ben. We've written with Ben and we've written with Dallas and we've written with, written with Rhett, but we've ne- never written with all three together as the peach pickers. And we believe there's an extra special magic with that. And so we are like, let's get the peach pickers. Let's get them together. It doesn't matter if it's three months from now, that that's our dream, right? And so we wrote, wrote small town for life is one of the four that we wrote, but I'll tell you, and, and I'm not, from, I'm from Baltimore, dude. I said, there's nothing small about Baltimore, <laughs> you know? So when you do that and I'm like, these get these three guys that come from serious woods and sticks, you yeah. know, and grandma's making them pies. Yeah. That wasn't like my, my area, but to make them, and they know that about me. They know everything about us. Oh, your grandma right? made good pies. My grandma did. Make good pies. <laughs> <laughs> she did. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, they, it's, it's, it is small town for life, but there's always small town in us. Like yep. you remember your high school, your friends, your road, your, your community that you lived on that road. You can, all the friends you hung out with yep. the, the neighbors. So that is a small town mentality, even in a big city. So they made it feel comfortable. And we came out with that one. I Very that, well said. I didn't know you were from Baltimore. Cause I have a buddy of mine. Cause I'm from Philadelphia. I write in Nashville. So I automatically feel like weird. Cause I'm from a big goddamn city. Yes. Right. So like a buddy of mine, uh, Rob Snyder, he writes a lot with yes. Luke Holmes. Rob yep. Snyder is like a Philly area guy. So me and him yeah. bonded over that being like, yo, you ever feel like a little bit on the outskirts here? He's like, no, nah, man. <laughs> he's like, he's from Westchester. He plays it up. He's like, eh, it's close enough, but whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, Why are we at- not riding together? Connor? Yeah. What the heck? What the fuck are we doing? Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, be- let's I'm- go. I'll come down, dude. Yo, we can make a whole video series out of it. We'll do some good stuff. No. But- yeah. Yo, Dante, this is the idea I pitched out to Teddy Swims. I said, yo, we're going to do it. We'll get in a room. We'll hey, a I got one better. I got one better. Bring your bring your microphone, your studio. You can broadcast live from the bus and we'll, and we'll write while we're out. That's easy. Let's go. That's in, that's a verbal contract, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> we're make that shit happen. But, hey, dude. Dante's got to follow us around in his car, though. 
That's fine. I'm sure Dante doesn't mind that. Nah, I'll I'll spin, man. I I read somewhere that you guys started out as DJs. Is that true? Yeah, back in the day, man. That's me, man. I'm I'm a DJ. That's what I do. That's awesome. I love it. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. That's I mean, it's cool. A lot of people don't understand how the DJ has to like read a crowd. Yeah, you have to read a crowd, and that's what we do on stage. So we kind of still are like that. How did you guys come to meet each other? How like how did you link up? Well, Chris was working at the Wild Horses, the DJ down there on Second Avenue. Yeah, big place. Uh, it holds about three thousand people, and it's got live bands and all kinds of stuff going yep. on. So I went down there. I, I heard a lot of pretty girls hang out there. So when I moved to Nashville, I was like, I want to meet some pretty girls. So I, I went down to the Wild Horse and thought I'd just have a beer. Next thing you know, I meet this Joker, and I'm uh, girl. and he's he's DJing there, and he <laughs> says he says, man, uh, I are you new to town? And I said, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, meet new friends and stuff, hang out. He says, well, you should start working here with me. So I jumped in the DJ booth the very next day mm-hmm. and we started working together and the manager came up and he says, who's this new guy? I didn't hire that guy. <laughs> I and Chris, hired Chris is like, I hired him. I hired him. <laughs> and so the dude was like, well, then you better pay him. I was like, I if you don't him. like him, I'm leaving. What are you going to do? Cause I, dude, I own that, that, booth and there was yeah. always girls in that booth man. it is crazy it was fun days man but we we kind of evolved we would go backstage while the bands were on stage we would go backstage and work on harmonies or songwrite or whatever and then when the bands came off then we would come out and dj again right so you know five six days a week we were just honing our songwriting backstage and and, and learning watch, about and watching bands what not to do a lot no, of that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very important. Very important. Yes. Very. Did you guys start as a songwriting duo or did you guys go right into trying to be a performing act? Because I know most people in town cut their teeth as songwriters and then they get brought out to the forefront. Like, what was your process? Like, did you guys go and write for other people first and then become because I knew you were the low cash cowboys first and then you became yeah. low cash. Like we was, a, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this in 2002 and 2003. We had a record deal on DreamWorks. As a what? duo. Yeah. So it goes back. A and we bit. didn't even sing a lick. <laughs> Nothing. They just liked our look and they were like, oh, we can make you sound good. We're like, what? Nashville, yeah. baby. Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was like the old school regime. But uh, and then we lost it just as fast as we got it. Well, so. DreamWorks shut down. Yeah. And, right. you know, we, we had no chance at that point. So we were like, all right, get my Jeep Grand Cherokee. And uh, we had a stolen U-Haul. It's a, it's a whole other <laughs> we story. We didn't steal it. We just didn't know it was stolen. Somebody told me that. Somebody told me. They said, I, I said, we we need a U-Haul to, to take our merchandise and our drums and stuff and our guitars and amps to our first show. And they were like, well, I know where there's a U-Haul. And I was like, well, I can't afford it. And he goes, no, 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 I'm paying for it. I got this. And I was like, well, ain't that nice of you. That's so nice of you. I said, what do I do? He says, just go to this spot, this address. It'll be sitting on the corner. Hook it up and roll. <laughs> and I was like, we did. Okay. So I drive up. Chris calls me. You got the U-Haul yet? I said, I got it, baby. I'm driving back to you right now. From getting our dick stomped gambling, it was me and one other buddy. We drove up from the Phoenix area. And um, we were like, all right, let's get something quick. Oh, there's an Outback right there. So we got a, you know, $25 steak or whatever it was. Nothing expensive. And I was like, blown away with how good it was Bro, that's like saying like the best tacos you ever had was from a johnny rockets in detroit i've been you know to I mean? every fucking like i've been to every nice steakhouse in chicago i've been to chicago got of, some great ones i've been to a lot of the great ones in chicago it's got some great ones and this one was like 
I love I love how you're like me and my friend were just looking for something quick in Vegas and we found an outback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sit down, get a beer, watch whatever game. Turn around with your hand out and bump into a restaurant there. Yo. There's so many options. You went looking for an outback. We didn't go looking for an outback. I fully that, that is slanderous and I disavow. Texas Roadhouse is the best sit-down chain restaurant in America. It's definitely up there. I, I go to I go to one with my dad still. Also, they take great care of their employees. One of the best jobs I ever had in college. Like, oh, really? That's good, that's good to hear. That makes it, me I like, like you. That makes yeah, me that, like that does make bit. me like them. I have friends who were bartenders and servers. My friend Megan, one of my best friends in the entire world, started as a server. They took her to train in Abu Dhabi and then moved her to Colorado to train. Now she's in line to get her own store in Philadelphia. They take great care of their people. I want to give a big shout out to Texas Roadhouse. And if I had a dollar for every steak that I purposely rang in under the wrong temperature so people would send it back and I could eat it, I would have a billion dollars. Oh, wow. What a move. Man, I used to do it all the time. Theft. Employee theft. Oh, Straight my God. Up, Dante's yeah. like, yo, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I worked in a restaurant in high school and college, and I worked at a Lou Malnati's, which is one of our like big chain deep dish pizzas. And people would throw out like half a pizza and I'd eat a slice in the back. Oh yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so many bone and ribeyes. Uh, I digress. Uh, Dave, you're off the list. Off the list from me is assholes at the dog park. Oh, yep. Oh, I'm with you. Oh, have you, Kenny, you got dogs? Bro, I have three dogs. I'll take them there and like my dog will bark or, or my dog will hump or whatever it is. And they're like, Oh my God, stop it. You're like, you're at the fucking Dog park. Let the dogs be dogs and do what the dogs are going to fucking do. Fuck you and your poodle, bitch. Dude, first of all, poodles are assholes. Yes, like mean dogs. Oh, yeah. They're mean dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, So today, so I go to this dog park and it, they load it like every month with a couple dozen tennis balls that are just, they're park balls. Nice. And Ace, we just got there. This is a couple hours ago. Um, And there's, it was winding down. It was already dark out. And, um, this dog's playing with the ball. The dog dropped it. And Ace picked it up with the intention of getting the dog to j- uh, chase him. And the lady, it was a Dalmatian. She like waved her hands at Ace. She's like, no, 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 no. That's not yours. Drop, drop, drop. She's like yelling at Ace. And Ace doesn't know what the fuck she, he thought she was playing. So he jumped on her and she fucking like, she's like, get off, get off. That's her ball. I'm like, lady, these are park balls. It's a tennis ball. These are Dogs, you fucking idiot. You put 20 dogs in a confined space together, they're going to be bouncing off the walls. And she was a little older. Fuck that that lady and fuck Dalmatians. I got my ear bit off by a Dalmatian when I was 16. This dog comes here all the time. The dog's a sweetheart. His his name's uh, uh, Donatello. He's a cool dog, but the owner, like, she can fuck herself. Like, literally, I want her to take her fist and fuck herself. My favorite dog park story is uh, it was after a big rainstorm in Philly, and my dog is pitch black. My dog is black as night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go to the dog park, and there's all these dogs running around. I'm standing next to this guy, and Vinny's the biggest dog there. He's just running around, bumbling around. And uh, they're running through puddles and all this, and, like, I'm talking to this dude next to me. I'm like, hey, man, like, which dog is yours? Or no, he's like, he's like, which dog is yours? I was like, that big black dog over there. And uh, they're, they're like running around. He's like, and I'm like, which dog is yours? He goes, it's a white Pomeranian. I don't see him. And I look over and Vinny is humping this white Pomeranian <laughs> into the mud, submerged completely. Oh. And I was like, Vin, no, 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 no. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. And I look over and Vinny gets off the dog and the dog comes out of the mud, dripping completely brown, <laughs> head to toe. Oh, man. And the guy looked at me like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, 
I by and I like ran away and I was like, Vin, what the fuck, dude? You can't do that. And he's fixed. I don't even know why he's a dominant guy. But Dave, I agree with you. They, yeah, all the dogs hump there. Yeah, that's what they do. They're dogs. Uh, Kenny, who's off your list? What did I write down? Oh yeah, this was taking it back to what you guys were saying earlier. Uh, basically, my privilege is off is off the list because uh, Slipknot is coming into town into L.A. A band I've never actually seen before. Would love to see this fucking giant theater metal show. I have not one but two friends who work on the crew, like deep crew, like first rate crew. But because it's L.A. and I know this, no guest list. Because industry people take it. Every time my band's ever played L.A. or New York, band members, maybe one person, tops, can, they can get in on the list. There's something about the city of industries. But then I realized, I guess I don't buy tickets to shows anymore. I only go if I'm invited to just walk through the doors and goes. And so my, my own privilege is off the fucking list this week. That's the I worst, love- man. Yeah, so it's like... You're I'll the never person go to a festival again in my entire life unless I have artist pass. Kenny, then you're the person who's whatever, behind. Dante. You're Kenny. You're the one who's behind the name of the podcast. You're the asshole who texts somebody the day of the show and says, "Yo, can you get me on the list?" No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Sometimes if it's a bit, see, back in the day, I used to just be able to email the label and be like, "Yo, I want to go to this show with this many people," and that was the end of the story. Now I still don't hit people up because I don't like to pester people. But sometimes my friends are in town and they invite me out. That's like a different story, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, unless it's a band that I really want to fucking see. Oh, speaking of this, I need to use exact my privilege right now through Kenny. Yeah. Andy Frasco is in town Saturday. Can you give me tickets? 100% without question. I, could, I was going to say, I could text Frasco. I, would, I know. D- I got his D- number, D- but the last, time, <laughs> the last time I, I texted, it was like the day after we interviewed him. Uh, I was going to play his music, and I've, I've, I've known Andy Frasco for a while, but I never like got into him, got into him, even though that's exactly my kind of music. Uh, right, uh, right up my alley. The next day, I went to go on Touch Tunes and play Andy Frasco, and they didn't have any Andy Frasco. So I just sent him the screenshot of the uh, like the Touch Tunes that didn't have them, with no context behind it. And this was at like three in the morning, and he probably looked at it and was like, "What the fuck is this weirdo trying to text me?" But I can't follow up with that text with a "Hey, yo, no, man, dude, dude. follow no follow up." I'll tell him, bro. He, you, we have lifetime passes to Andy Frasco shows, and it will be one of the most fun nights you'll ever He's have. He's the your fucking life. man, dude. I still, me and him have been talking more and more, just like bullshitting with each other. He always hits us up on Instagram. I want to open for Andy in the spring, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, be a good match, man. It'd be a good match. He'll do it. Uh, I just want to give a shout out on get, I like how we all have guest list notes now. I want a f- big thank you to fucking Mark Roberge for giving me and my wife tickets to this giant charity event in Philly this week. One, great time. Two, shouts out to Chef Robert Irvine, who ran the entire thing, raised 350 grand for wounded veterans that night. Fucking G. I was 20 years younger than anybody else in the building and about $40 million poorer than everybody else in the building. So I don't know why I was there, but I was happy to be there. I also got to meet fucking Robert Randolph that night, who is one of the best lap steel guitar players on earth. He's coming on the podcast in two weeks. So I'm excited about that. But Questlove also DJed the after party. Oh, oh, sick. Yo, sick. No, oh. I've never seen anybody be more of an insane. Colin just like got fidgety in his seat right there after dude. he said that. I didn't know that until just now. Baller shit, dude. Baller shit. Love it. Uh, Don, or Dante, who's off your list? Uh, two, two bands, actually. Good. I like this. One, Kenny, have you heard of this band that kind of jacked your name? They just go by AWOL? Yes. 
What? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, they're on the they're on Bro, the radio. I, we know we no 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 no. Come on, that can't be real. That's you can't real. take that anymore. Where? They they got a song out right now. Well, they'll be sued. I'm sure. <laughs> you gonna oh. see any of those residuals, Kenny? Fuck no. I wish <laughs> oh, residuals of what? I've never even heard of them. No, no. I'm saying. Well, you could probably sue for that, right? I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't fucking know how that works. I doubt it. Those are two different <laughs> words. But still, like, I feel like our band was big enough. Like, you couldn't have Silver Sun Nuggets. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like a band is big enough that it's kind of taken. Oh, Dante, you're getting bullied over here, dog. Uh, who else is off your list? Hey, look, it's Lola the Weather Beagle. My fiance. Uh, anyways, next part. Next group is uh, Coldplay. Oh, I back Another. it. Another terrible new album. I haven't listened yet. Dude, it is like... That's what the internet says. It's just like... They've got got two songs. I'm I'm so sorry, guys. My house is just like... It's all good. Fuck. We'll keep talking Uh, about Coldplay. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So they've got this uh, Pride of the People song, which is a single on the radio, and they're trying to sound like Muse so bad. So really? hard in it. It's so it's bizarre, like s- fucking bizarre. Then they have this song which it just makes me cringe for Chris Martin. They did this song with the BTS kids, yeah. which I have another. I have a, I have a whole thing on them that I'm going to get into in a minute called Butter. I heard that. Yep, and it is trash. He like, sings fuck. in Korean, doesn't he? Yeah, and then they rap in English, like the Korean. It's Again, it's these fucking labels. I'm telling you, I don't know what they get on these bands, but they get into their head and they somehow convince them to follow their lead. And it is just a disaster. And I think, I think they make it work because of the payola. They just hammer it down people's throats on the radio so they can take it back to them and be like, see, I told you this song was going to blow up, but they're the ones generating the plays. BTS might be the most influential group of music right now strictly because they have the industry by the balls because they have this very weird fan army on social media that attacks everyone. So if you can get them on your side and somehow align with them, uh, lab- labels would probably sacrifice all their firstborn children just to get somebody on a song hey, with BTS. I, I have a theory. I'm glad you said this because I'm probably going to stick my neck out and get it chopped off by these people. But oh, ever like since... This. Ever since that first song dropped, am I crazy for thinking there's no way it's those kids singing? No, No, you're not crazy at all. Those kids sound way too American. (laughs) Dude, in Asia, they have hologram artists. Like, I don't I don't put that past them at all to like not be the real people singing. I Googled this. I, I can't find any. Maybe they're scrubbing the internet. I can't find like any Reddit threads, any theories, any, like I no one's done a deep dive. And I'm like, I can't be the only person that that thinks this. Like, Yo, you you got to break this case. You ever seen the movie Spotlight <laughs> about the Boston Herald, like fucking finding yeah. out about Dante's going to be spotlight for this. Like he's going <laughs> to he's going to do a deep dive. But Dante oh, loves the deep dive. I don't want I don't want to take I don't want to take anyone down. I just I think it's kind you of you want to know. Hey, Millie Vanilli happened. Millie Vanilli did happen. I love him. I love Millie Vanilli. Fuck so, yeah. Ashley Simpson. Damn, Dante. Kind of different. This would be this will be the one where we get 
somebody hacks into our personal accounts because we said something about BTS. I'm scared, generally. I got to be honest. Those K-pop fans scare the fuck out of me. I fucking hope so. There's two I, groups of people in this world that scare me. K- K-pop kids, and Dave knows this, California teenagers. The only two people that scare me. California. Speaking of that, you see that t- TikTok loser who was going like 160, and he got pulled over, and he's like, I can do whatever I want. I got 4 million followers. Ugh. I, I I forget his name because I'm not in that section of the internet. Thank fucking God. This Even though I do going. come across. What's that? Yeah, we're this now is, our grandparents. Yeah, this is where we're going. I hate to say it. Agreed. Well, I, that's fine by me, though. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, there should be those generational gaps. But, I mean, I, I don't know who this fucking kid is. I forget his name. I'm sure he's wildly famous. I would love to just punch him in the nose. He's 18 years old, driving some fucking Lambo 160 or 180 or something. And I think it was in Los Angeles. Where else would it be? You know what I mean? Land of the damned. Uh, that was a good on the list, off the list, guys. I like that. Uh, let's wrap this up. Let's go into what the fuck we've been listening to. Uh, my pick, Robert Randolph and the Family Band. I got, to say, I got to meet the guy. I've been a huge fan. I got to look this guy dead in his eyes and say that I've been a fan since I was fucking in fifth grade in 2004 and I found my dad's Eric Clapton's Crossroads Festival DVD and he played at it and I just played it until it wore out. Really cool like off the wall moment but this shit's funky. It reminds me of Sly and the Family Stone meets a lap steel. He's one of the best guitar Ooh. players on earth. Shouts the fuck out to Robert Randolph. Can't wait to have him on the podcast. That's my pick this week. Dave, what the fuck are you listening to? Kenny. Here's the... Alright, here, here. This one. What's I'm gonna up, do. baby girl? Rodriguez. He oh. reminds me of Bob Dylan. Yes, sir. He's like Am Mexican I right? Bob Dylan from Michigan. Yes. Oh, I, I, well, I figured he was Mexican. I haven't dug into his backstory at all. He, but am I wrong by saying that? See, that's one of those things I would have held back. I would have just said Rodriguez. I love his music. Blah blah blah. But like, no, you're right. No, I you're absolutely. Dylan you're absolutely right. You went into it, man. Did you like it? I loved it. He it's was incredible. fantastic. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Find the vinyl on like eBay and buy it and listen. It's fucking unreal. Hell yeah. yeah I, I couldn't like this Rodriguez cat more. He, I, yeah. Mexican dude from fucking Michigan with like a twangy bluegrass. Searching for Sugar Man. There's a documentary about him. Guys, no can shit. we get How old is that? That's what that is. That's what that is. He That's like he I was said. like he was like big in like Australia and South Africa in like the 70s. Never big at all in the US and then Searching for Sugar Man came out. He blew yeah. the fuck up, started playing festivals and then me, one of the people Who's this guy? Listen to the record. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? This is amazing. Can we get Dave up real quick? Give him a round of applause for a great musical opinion. Nice one. See, I, I would have guessed it was like somewhat newish, newer. No, that record's from like 74 or something like that. Fuck crazy. yeah. Yeah, crazy. that's God so damn. good. Kenny, what have you been listening to? Yo, going back to that Wale record, um, the song is called Poke It Out. Poke it's, the it one, out. it's the one featuring J. Cole. As soon like I just put my my new release shit on shuffle and I just like I don't look at what it is and if something grabs my attention then I touch my phone I'm like oh what is this that Dante, song was blowing my brains off Dante have you heard this song yet Of course you know the sample right I was just gonna ask you they fucking took the the Q tip uh, vibrant thing sample <laughs> and brought it to 2021 which, which you know who produced that right Who did Jay Dill I was just gonna say oh, that's Dill. right I saw that yeah which is. Fuck. So that is one crazy sample on that song. The other crazy sample is the P Diddy. I need a girl. 
sample. Yep. They that he has a song with Jit with uh, Chris Brown. I mean that this this album is so good. It's very so good. good. It's very I, good. It, lo- it saved me this whole last week. I love Wale because Wale is someone who could have got tweaked by the industry. He made the mistake of signing to Maybach Music back when he was first coming up because it just didn't fit. And he's such an underground guy. He went from doing like Nike boots to the mixtape about nothing, and then he kind of like took this like weird sabbatical from the mainstream. But he always stayed real. He's a Washington football team fan. He loves pro wrestling. He's a fucking weirdo. I love Wale. I fucking love Wale. Yeah, Wale so was featured on an AWOL Nation remix. No that was way. actually pretty tight. Yo, guess who's texting it to you right now? Oh, that's don't wait. That's the wrong text. <laughs> wait, was it was it released? Yeah, uh huh. It was uh, Samantha Ronson remixed it, and then Wale did a verse on it. I hate you, yo. I really you know you know Samantha. Yeah, Samantha uh, had a studio in the same building when I was like a lowly, lowly engineer, and I was like cleaning people's trash cans and washing people's car. She had a studio in the same building. I gave her Pro Tools lessons in return for DJ lessons. And we would just fucking what? kick it, smoke marble reds, oh, drink yeah. whiskey until 5 a.m. And fucking, she would just teach me to spin. And Did I would teach her Pro Tools. She's a cool chick, man. We played together millions of times. Yeah, she's, she's really awesome. Cool. And I like that band. I forget the name of it now, but she started that little band that did pretty good. Um, but yeah, she's an absolute sweetheart. And I've got to hang out with her a lot. And she's awesome. Samantha Rules. Fuck yeah. Good name drop. Dante, <laughs> wrap us up. What have you been listening to? I'm kind of embarrassed by this one, but good. at the same time, uh, it's pretty good. The new Rufus DeSoul album. That shouldn't oh, be embarrassing. Oh, yeah, they're, okay. Uh, just because they're, they're so, you know, festival corny and you know, <laughs> I don't know. I've always just kind of like had that, held them in that regard, but this album's pretty good. It's chill good house music it's very one plane um great driving music great listen to while you're high music uh they nice. have, they have really good album. new single on your knees is really good i think they're playing uh, la soon i think I yeah they that. put on what they put on like awesome awesome yeah. visual visual shows you should check them out if you can. I will. I think that's actually, uh, uh, I, you have nothing to be ashamed in, in that perspective. That's a good pick. I like that. Fuck, fuck. God damn it. I, this is going on long enough. It's been a great episode. Uh, I'm very happy. Uh, we have a lot coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Low Cash because it's a really fun episode, really great interview. Hopefully, we see them next week. We'll it won't be a doomsday. I'm actually uh, Dave, we're quickly approaching Wishfest. Uh, confident we're approaching your doomsday. Then I feel? was. It like won't be a doomsday. I'm actually infinitely more uh, confident now. Third? Than I was Third. Like even in three weeks. Kenny, ago. when uh, did you book your Hell flight yeah, yet? Brother. What's Hell the date yeah. again? December 3rd? 3rd. And Kenny, when uh, did you book PTO your flight yet? Speaking of which, another no. little <laughs> when, when is it? camera. December 3rd? I think Kenny just texted yeah. our group his yeah, uh, regret schedule. Speaking of uh, which, another little day the fourth. behind the camera. I think Kenny just texted our group his uh, regret schedule. Yeah, it's always yeah, 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 I did. Thursday the 4th. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of but shows happening. So it's on a Friday like night? Most, it's yeah, one it's of the best Friday. events of the year. All right, cool. It's incredible. So, but Kenny, well, seriously, if you can make it, it's like one of my most. Oh, that was that was a that was a four, that was a fourth yeah. incredible invite. Oh, yeah. That was like you invite. don't have a choice. You could, you could spoon me. Oh, that was you, that was a, that was a, that was a forceful 
invite. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. you don't have a choice. You have to come. Kenny, I we like got, it. I like we it. got hotel rooms. You can crash with us. You can relive yeah. your old days and just get real stinky with a oh, bunch of dudes. Sick. I love it. I miss it so much. That was the most facetious oh, bullshit I ever yeah. heard in my entire <laughs> no, life. No, no. I'd be no, dude. I'd be always down for a good hang, and I love getting the fuck out of town. So, yeah, definitely, maybe. Definitely, maybe. Definitely, okay. maybe, baby. 100% Kenny. We are back uh, Monday night for IW Radio. We're back Tuesday. We're back Thursday. Who the fuck knows what's going on next week? We'll keep you guys updated. But, gentlemen, anything else for me? No.